It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Peace and blessings, brothers and sisters. I'm Brother Priest. This has come out of our, my people, 2020. 2020 vision is hindsight. Hindsight is 2020. I'm coming at you very briefly because a brother in the nation with us informed me that he's in an ATL and Some sisters are being insulted, abused, what have you, by foreign men, Arabs, and what have you. And I want to make sure we get a first-hand account from him about what's going on. And um, I'll bring some other information for you once we get his uh, testimony about what's going on. And this brother stood up to some people, um, some of these foreigners to um, protect our our sisters. Brother, are you there? Oh, shalom, yes, sir. Shalom, brother. So uh, you mentioned to me about an uh, incident that was taking place and things that are going on in ATL, Atlanta. Um, can you share something, some things with us, please? Um, yes, sir. I just witnessed um, since this pandemic, I witnessed uh, some of the A-Rap men person and disrespecting some of our women. So, you know, being a man, I'm in the store and I'm seeing other brothers not react. And these women were, you know, regardless of whatever they, you know, state of mind, whatever religion, they are women. And I've seen this over and over again within a two-week span, and I'm standing up cursing these guys out because the simple fact, they these guys doesn't know these women. They don't know if they marry or nothing. They just cursing them and disrespecting them. The women was doing nothing, and I just see it going, going on, and, and it's to me, it's heightening. Is growing because of the um, the situation going on with the COVID. So I would just want to get the message out there, and also the narrative that's in the media. Um, it seems like there's like almost like a narrative, like them versus us, where the mayor of Atlanta has, is telling the black people to stay home and the Republican, I think it's the Republican Party, I think it's, I wouldn't say the Republican Party because Trump was against this guy, which was um, Governor Kemp, and exercising whatever he's about to exercise to um, implement some of the first states being reopened. Um, I think they're trying something called 
contact tracing. So the sister, which is a um, beautiful black sister, the mayor is telling black people to stay home, and you get another narrative where uh, government, the governor Kemp, is saying they're going to implement this and try it out. And you also can hear some of the an- the news anchors when she was um, questioning this governor and mentioning that this would be an experiment. So I also heard Governor Kemp also mention that he's going to give these people the benefit of the doubt. To me, it sounds like, in other, in other words, he's going to give them the choice to come out and to sound like be a sacrifice, you know, just whatever whatever's going on behind this COVID. So that's just something I was able to see in the media besides um, the disrespect to our um, sister, Keisha, Keisha Lance Bottoms, and all the um, disrespect from all the different Arabs and other nations that's been disrespecting our people, men and women. I've been targeted also in four or five stores. And I was totally, totally uh, respectful. And it's just been all out aggression that I've been seeing and feeling in the last two, two and a half to three weeks. And you mentioned, well, you mentioned something that just took place and, um, with a, a elder sister and um, that you had to stand up. I mean, some of the language that you use, don't use it, please don't use it here, but I understand that you were feeling um, in an aggressive kind of way. You want to defend our people. Can you share that incident with us, please? Well, it's been okay. I had one incident. I think it was maybe like a few weeks ago. It was an older elderly woman. Um, she didn't know that the guy was really like speaking down on her. So he was saying all type of jokes. And and to myself, I'm like, I know this guy is not saying this to this elderly woman. She looked like she was maybe at least 85, 90, you know, telling this lady, look like you, you've been eating an elephant. Mm. Laughing, look like you, you look like you, 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 you did, you did this. So it was like the, the most disrespectful and most wicked language you can say to an elder, especially you know our people. So I can sit by and witness that, but it don't matter where I go, I, I witness it. And whenever I'm out in the public, I see it, and I never seen it happen this much as I've seen witnessed it in the last two to three weeks in my year, bro. And that um the most recent actually was a younger lady. Like the younger lady I it, it was actually a younger lady. And she was a real she speak real soft spoken. I mean the sister probably had her you know, her situation together financially. She was in a nice car. She was dressed casual. And she probably, you know, all our people were, some, you know, they they somebody. We we all somebody. But she made, you know, some people know people. I mean, that store was closed after that. We had the uh, altercation. Why I stood up against her. 
their store closed, man. So. What well, you mean the store? The store is closed down. You mean? But it's for, probably for the time being, maybe for the next few weeks or whenever this situation. Because most of the store is still open, except for that one where we had this little small situation. And so you mentioned that the mayor of the city was getting, I guess, some backlash or can you talk a little more about Uh, that? um, Yes, sir. I think she received um, some type of tweet or something from some social media because I confirmed this through different people and some of my family members. And I know once I confirmed it through some of my family members, it probably was official. So uh, somebody told him, nigga, you better open up the state. Hmm. So the, um, oh, you that's the governor. The governor is a Caucasian woman. No, you yeah, the governor is a Caucasian man, Governor Kemp. Man, okay. Keisha Lamb Bottom. She's the sister. Uh, she's a mayor. So the governor, Caucasian man, got threats, and they he was called the N word. Is what you're saying? No, the the no the um the sister, Keisha um Lance Bottle. She was called the N word. She said, um, "I I made a mistake. They were telling her to open up, you know, the city, but you know, he's saying that." Which is the Caucasoid governor? No, we're not gonna open this up. And no, excuse me. He's saying that we're gonna open up Friday, and she's saying no, don't. She's going against it because she's saying, first of all, I'm a mom, and I have children. So she's looking at it from that point of view, and that a lot of black people have health issues, so we need to be in the house. So she's speaking up, and she went out. I think she spoke on Roland Martin's show. So, you know, I, from my understanding, I think Roland Martin, I think he may have a, a black audience, but I know he was on that. He's speaking for black people, it seems like he so. Yeah, I think he does. He he used to work for um, BT, I think it was, and um, he's got a significant uh, following from our people. So... Anything else you want to share with us today? Because we need to, we need this information, and then I'm going to ask for the brothers in the area, all over the country, wherever you are, formulate into task force, task forces to go to the grocery stores with the women or go for them. Do the single women with children that do not have a man, a father, an uncle, a brother, or anyone, uh, or a, a significant other, or anyone out there that can can help them, defend them, do things for them, please uh, contact us, taskforce at templeasylum.xyz. If you want to volunteer to help protect your people, particularly our women, our children, please uh, visit us and, and send us an email to the aforementioned email. And anyone in general, if you just want to help advance our cause and get us through this troubling time, if you want to help and you're not a part of our nation already, 
you're not a part of our group, our temple, or whatever, if you want to volunteer your assistance, please contact us via email. Brother, anything else you want to share? Um, yes, sir. That if anybody could, um, well, I, I did some research, but I just want to put the information out there if anybody wanted to do some research that the guy named was Dr. Tommy, and he was um, the, the guy that the gov- governor Kemp said he was going to work with the first to be the first state to implement this um, some type of scientific technology called contact tracing. So he worked for the National Institute of Deafness and Other Communication Disorder, NIDCD. So, and that's all the information I had and I yield. Well, thank you very much, brother, brother Montavious, for coming on today and giving us this information firsthand. Report now how he described to me the the confrontations that he's had with these Arabs and these other um, nations of men. He described it to us pretty calmly, but how he described it to me, it was um, a lot more graphic. So I just asked him to be, you know not to be so graphic when we're live on the radio, but the brothers stood up for our people, for our women, um, and defended in defense of our women, and we need more brothers like this. If you are interested, please, again, contact us, send an email to taskforce at templeasylum.xp. Uh, also, a unity network. We need a unity network. If you have Black-owned businesses, if you have anything that you want to share with your people, um, be it stockpiles of food, be it shelter, if you have uh, rental properties, anything that you have that you want to share and extend to your people during such a tough time. And don't be fooled by them trying to open up the states. I want to share something with you all while this is on my mind. Uh, our brother, Minister Shedrick, um, was sharing this with me. And I want to acknowledge him as a source credit of this thought. So listen, Donald Trump opens, well, he signs the bill for a, a continued stimulus. So the idea is that each each one will get $2,000 every month until this thing is over. Now, idealistically, that sounds great. It sounds great. Whoever can get it. If you qualify and you get it. But understand this is an election year for him. Understand that also, I got to make this plain because as I originally thought about it, that's a nice thing. That's a good thing that Donald Trump is doing. But then I thought about it after the brother minister said something. That documentary that I've asked people to watch about Donald Trump called Small Potatoes, dealing with the USFL, which was a rival football league. Please watch this because you need to watch how Donald Trump dealt with the NFL, how he dealt with the USFL and muscled his way in and started trying to get 
others to participate in certain acts. They and they sued the NFL for one dollar. They won one dollar for monopoly. They sued the NFL for monopoly uh, laws. But the reason why I'm bringing this up in connection with this continued stimulus. If you know Donald Trump's history, and I have followed Donald Trump for probably since 2004, and I watched him a lot more closely when before he got on the TV shows and before he became president. Listen, what you'll see in this documentary is that he has this uh, tendency almost to have like a kamikaze type of mentality when it comes to economics. Because you know that he's filed bankruptcy uh, a numerous amounts of time. Most people know that. But when you think about and you see what he did with in the USFL situation, I'm saying he has a tendency to make reckless irrational decisions. Now, I'm not saying that this is for certain. I'm just saying that you should watch it. You should watch his moves. You should watch that movie, the Small Potatoes documentary, and you can see how he destroyed the USFL and what it looked like to me as I thought about it. He might be pulling this money, as Shedrick was bringing up, from the fiscal, the next next year's fiscal cycle. He might be doing that. I know that there is a surplus of money that they have, they have to stash away per person and individual in the United, the 300 plus million persons and individuals in the United States of America, they save a certain amount of money. They stash it away for emergency situations such as this. So this pretty much comes out of your faith and credit. That's what the initial stimulus money is coming from. But then I thought about this. The Congress has been trying to stop this new bill for this new stimulus to come where everyone would get the $2,000 per year, I mean per month, until we um, get past this pandemic. But where is that going to come from? Because what Donald Trump is good at doing is bypassing the reserve monies. He's good at this. He has a history of this. And doing other things that that basically are kind of like risky, risky investments, so on and so forth. So I thought about what he might be doing here. I don't know that this is true, but this is something that I feel compelled to alert you of and to keep your eyes open. I would rather say this and have your eyes open than have you walking around in ignorance and it happens and you had no forewarning. So, whereas each person and individual in America is entitled to a certain amount of funds that are already set aside for you. 
it wouldn't surprise me if the reason why this new bill came up and the Congress was originally against it and Donald Trump was for it, it wouldn't surprise me if they're going to tap, they're going to bypass the reserve that's in your stimulus, in your accounts. Everybody has an account. You got an account number that you call a social security number. You have a certain amount of money that is saved for you, set aside by the United States government, that they take out of your paychecks and what have you. This money is not coming out of thin air. But what if they bypass that for this year and go into next year's? Because that would explain to me, it makes sense to me, why the Congress did not want to go back into the stimulus for the for this stimulus for this year and why they agreed to it so quickly i didn't see the details i don't know the details i do not like to speculate i like to speak on facts but this gave me a thought so listen to me good if that occurs as shedrick was saying it will in fact trigger a recession do you all hear me? The economists are predicting that there is going to be a bad economy already once this thing is gotten under control, if they can do that. But you have to hear me. There is, in fact, a forthcoming food shortage. I got the report directly from a friend of mine who's outside of Detroit, Michigan, in the Midwest area. He's in outside in the suburb of Detroit, and he's in the food industry. And he gave me a direct report from someone who has been in the food industry that he's working with a food distributor for 40 plus years and he warned us that there will be in fact a food shortage so this is not me speculating this is not my opinion i'm not talking about what i believe as far as an opinion is concerned i'm talking about the facts that this man is in the industry and has transferred this information out of love and respect to me, your brother. And I am transferring it to those of you who have ears to hear. Open your minds and stop thinking that you're alone. Don't try to get through this alone. Even if you're working with small groups of relatives, you need to be working with some people. Keep that in mind. So there may be a forthcoming recession. There is a forthcoming food shortage. And you better have access to food outlets. What we're doing with our program, we're making the food programs, we're making the shelter and housing programs available for all of those who want to participate in this asylum. Please contact us and hopefully we can help you, guide you, 
and share some information that'll educate you on how you're going to survive this current pestilence that is coming down on America. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being here, my dear brother, Montavious. And um, please share this with as many people as you can. Those who are in the listening audience, please share this with as many people as you can and be prepared so that we could have a smooth transition. It's not going to hurt everybody. A food shortage is not going to hurt everybody for those who are in the know and those who are going to work together. Thank you all for listening. We'll adjourn for now. We'll be back at some time soon. Peace and blessings. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.